Welcome to Force Friends Rewatch. I'm your host, Andy. I'm Ryan. On Force Friends Rewatch, we watch Star Wars television shows, and then we talk about them. This is our 50th episode. 50th. Which is wild, Ryan. We're not even 50 years old yet, which means we're sticking to some sort of decent release schedule. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, we're doing more yeah. than one episode a year. That's um, good. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to do something fun and different to celebrate the big 5-0, but before we get into that, Ryan, you've got a bit for us. Yeah. So everywhere Star Wars TV has gone, from the Clone Wars to the formation of the Rebellion, we have pretty much gone with it. Where do you want to see it go next? What's the next uh, animated Star Wars series you want to see? I would love to see an animated show with the core original trilogy characters. Probably set after Return of the Jedi. If they're going to continue to refuse to recast the... (laughs) uh, the OT characters in live action. Uh, I'm hoping that maybe we could get Mark Hamill to voice Luke Skywalker. Yes. Uh, he's a phenomenal voice actor. And yeah, I, I think that could be really cool. We know that he like has a soft spot for like heroic young Jedi Luke. So just see him running around doing, uh, doing some Jedi stuff. Maybe. That is exactly what my answer would be. I would call it The Adventures of Luke Skywalker to call back to the original title, The Adventures of Luke Starkiller. And mm-hmm. it would mostly be Luke's journey. But yeah, it would it would have to be the whole original cast. And you could you could incorporate characters like Amelyn Holdo and Maz Kanata. Oh, yeah, that'd be super cool. And throw Hondo in there. Why not? Yeah. So I think I think that could be really fun. Um It'd be cool to see Luke meet characters like Hondo or like Rex, you know, who knew Anakin, but didn't know that Anakin was Vader. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of neat stuff you could do there. So. Yep, that's my answer. Yeah, that's mine, too. Right on. Oh, look at look at that. We should start a podcast together. We should do it. It would be really entertaining and we could do we could bang out at least 49 episodes. I think so. Yeah, I think we could probably get 49 yeah. Well, since this is the 50th episode, Ryan and I are going to try and do something where we're going to go back and forth, rapid fire, naming cool things from Star Wars TV. And we're we're using the official Barris Afi rule, which states <laughs> uh, that something counts as coming from Star Wars TV if its best material is Star Wars TV. So, Barris is more fleshed out in the TV shows than she ever is in any of the movies, so therefore she would count. A character like, I don't know, uh, Anakin, who is great in Clone Wars, uh, I don't think would count because most people know him from the movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Barris-Afi rule. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you want one, or do you want to go second? Uh, I'll go second. Okay. So my, starting starting with number one, uh, I'm going to say the Inquisitorious. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, because we had that in Legends, but not 
nearly as bad. They sucked in Legends, yeah. Yeah, they kind of did. They were like a generic, we're afraid to use Darth Vader. And they were just kind of like ISB agents. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't anything cool. Yeah, the idea of them all being fallen Jedi is neat. Alright, what's number two? Tuka dolls. Love Ooh, them. Oh, Love them. We good. get them in Rogue One. We get them at Galaxy's Edge. Wrecker has his Tuka dolls. Uh, for number three, I'm going to say the relationship between Jedi Knights and clone troopers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's hinted at in the Republic. It's in the Republic comics, but not like it is in the Clone Wars. Uh... Plunk droids. I like gonk droids. Uh, plunk droids are bigger gonk droids with an extra pair of legs. What's not to love? That's a really good answer. Uh, I'm going big here for number four. I'm going to say the Darksaber. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Wait, was that number four or number five? That was number five. Okay. Number five, Darksaber. <laughs> We're going to lose count. Uh, number six... The Aces from Star Wars Resistance. They were some cool designs that felt rooted in Star Wars. Uh, I know we see them very briefly in uh, Rise of Skywalker, but I would like to see more of those characters. Really interesting. So inspired by your use of the Aces, for number seven, I'm going to say Plo Koon. I think he falls Ooh. into the Barisafi rule in that he is way more interesting and popular because of the TV shows than he is in uh, his brief appearance in the movies. Yeah, 100%. He's really the first time we see the level of Jedi compassion for these clones. Uh, number eight, I'm going to go back to Resistance, and I'm going to say the Colossus as a setting. That was really unique. I'm loving this Resistance love. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a good one. Uh, number nine, your old pal, Hondo Onaka. <laughs> yes. I'm surprised it took us nine list items to get to him. We're clearly not going in any sort of order of favoritism, uh, no. because Hondo is is one of my favorite characters. I love him very oh, much. Oh, he's excellent. Uh, number 10, The Ghost. I remember at Celebration Essen in Germany, Dave Filoni said at the Rebels panel that when he was a kid, the Millennium Falcon was sort of his emotional safe place uh, when playing make-believe, and he wanted the ghost to be that for a new generation. I think he exceeded it. The ghost is awesome. The ghost is my favorite favorite ship in star wars i freaking yeah. love the ghost uh so that makes this 11 yeah this might be a controversial pick i'm really stretching the barris off your rule here but i'm going to say darth maul oh that definitely yeah his best stuff is in the tv shows and um, 100%. if you like him in phantom menace and you want to know more about what is going on with that guy you really got to dig into uh clone wars and rebels hundred percent. And speaking of characters that we've seen in one live action movie, who you need to look at the television shows to really understand, number 12 is easily Saw Gerrera. I mean, love that guy. He's just, he's a look at interesting real world concepts of, you know, foreign aid gone wrong and everything. And he is a very different kind of rebel than we get in any of the movies besides Rogue One. Is this 13 now? This is 13 now. For 13, uh, I'm going to go with Ventress. Uh, Ooh. She's an incredibly compelling character and uh, possibly one of the most interesting arcs in uh, the Clone Wars TV show. Definitely. And she's not and she dead. She deserved a better end. She's no, not yeah, dead. She deserved, she's not dead. She, she deserved to be in, yeah. 
if she if, was almost in resistance and she should have been. If Maul can come back, anyone can come back. Definitely. Uh, so that was 13? Yep. 14, uh, speaking of things coming back in a different way, is the foreshadowing of the Empire that we get in the Clone Wars. Like Cham Syndulla saying, mm-hmm. how long before I'm fighting you? And I love that the Bad Batch is allowing all these echoes to pay off. Like from Cham Syndulla to the Lerman, everybody telling the Jedi, like, yo, this is not going your way. I like that as a narrative concept. For 15, and we're showing a lot of love to Resistance, which is a show we haven't covered here, but for 15, yeah. it's the Resistance Pirates. I love all yeah. of their designs. They look hella cool. Uh, the one guy, the the Quarren has like the Veer's armor and like they have like scavenged Imperial shit. All of them look neat. Uh, and they, they feel very much like nautical pirates, but in space. Yeah. I think they are sort of a nod to the pirates in Star Wars droids who wore a lot of Imperial gear. And like, um, I love Hondo and Hondo's pirates, but they feel more almost like a gang to me. Where like, yeah, these guys are proper fucking pirates. Yeah, most definitely. Sixteen is D Squad. I like D Squad. They are <laughs> Star Wars at some of its weirdest, but Star Wars is unlikely heroes not giving up. Oh. <laughs> I love them. Ryan, we only have 50 things, and you're making one of them D-Squad? You have 25 I, things, and you're making one of them D-Squad? I love D-Squad. Oh, I no. I love them. I love those episodes oh, so much. Oh, no. Gascon, come on. God almighty. Wow. Okay. I don't even know what number I am now. Uh, you're 17, I think. I'm 17? Oh, fuck me. D-Squad. All right, well, I'm going to bring this back around. I'm going to say Lothcats. Okay, yeah. Love them. I dig it. Absolutely love them. 18, Rebel Cells. I I like the idea that through A New Hope and Empire, I've always kind of thought about this, A New Hope and Empire, the Rebels all look the same. And then when we see them in Return of the Jedi, there's different uniforms, different colors of uh, pilot jumpsuits, a vast array of species and starships that we hadn't seen before. I like that Rebels fleshed out the idea that this alliance is an association of cells. Mm-hmm. Good answer. 19, number 19, I am going to say Fulcrum Agents. That uh, was going to be mine. Yes. They're really cool. They're really badass. The idea that they are... You know, kind of explored by Cassian being, like, we're told he's a Fulcrum agent, that they're out there, like, kind of doing shadier stuff. Uh, They're really compelling. They're super interesting. Incredibly. 20 is the world between worlds. I I hate a lot of the fan discourse around it when people think it's just the TARDIS and you can just time travel now. That's not it. It's the Force teaching a very specific lesson to a very specific person. Um, Mm Mm-hmm but I like that weird take on the force. Uh, 21. I'm going to say, uh, the creases. Ooh, yeah. Uh, it was super interesting when they showed up and pissed off a lot of fanboys. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're all three of them are really compelling and I want to see more of them. Definitely. Am I 22 now? You are 22. 22. Um, I think for me, all of the lore around lightsaber creation. 
the Gathering, mm. Professor Huang, the Crucible. Doing the Gathering at Galaxy's Edge is the coolest thing in that park, and I cried three times, and it is a testament to how awesome those episodes made building a lightsaber. It, it, it was mystical. That's a good, that's a good one. Uh, for 23, I'm going to say the Bendu. Oh, yeah. Love Weird Force stuff. He's Weird Force stuff personified. Uh, I think he's wrong about a lot of things, but that also makes him really compelling. Yeah, definitely. 24, um, the way that Star Wars TV reintegrates Legends concepts, respecting them, but also tweaking them to fit the story, from, like, Malachor to Dathomir mm. to characters like Thrawn and Rook, it, it works. Uh, for 25, the halfway point, I think I have to mention her now, Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. Uh, it started out as super hated by a really loud and angry portion of the fan base. And she's won everyone over. Uh, she's a fan favorite for a reason. She's a great character. Definitely. 26. Um, the other huts. The idea that there's these crime families beyond Java. I mean, one of them looks like Marlon Brando, like Marlo the Hut. Just the... it, The Clone Wars in particular really fleshed out the underworld in some cool ways. Uh, for 27, I gotta go with Embo and his puppy. Oh, yeah. I love Embo. Love that he uses Bowcaster. I love how he's a jumpy boy. I like his big, silly hat. I like when he throws his hat. I like when he blocks with his hat. I like when he rides his hat. And I like that he has a big space wolf that helps him do things. He's he's great. Yeah. Um... I think this is a controversial choice, but uh, Jar Jar. I think that what the TV shows... I mean, Jar Jar was made for something like The Clone Wars, even more of a natural fit than The Phantom Menace. He is very well utilized there, especially in that episode with Bail Organa we covered a couple weeks back. So this is 29 now, right? you got to say yeah. the, the fucking numbers, right? I forgot. We're, we're, we're going to be I'm lost. We're going to be lost in math. the woods. Um... Shit, what was I going to say for 29? Uh, the, uh, the Magnificent Seven. I love how we get the Magnificent Seven over and over again. Yes. People bitch and moan about it, and every time they do, they're wrong. Tell the story 100%. of the Magnificent Seven over and over again in Star Wars constantly. It's great. Um, I like when it's a little more Seven Samurai, and I like when it's a little more Magnificent Seven. Uh, both flavors are good. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, 30. Um... Order 66. I never liked the Legends explanation that it was a contingency order in a book. I love that it's this chip and it was beyond anyone's control. I, Everyone is a victim except Palpatine. I don't like when they take away characters' agencies in comics or movies or shows. And so I was iffy on the chip at first and I'm very thankful that the shows have continually fleshed it out to make me more okay with it um yeah. i don't like crosshair getting his sip chip like su supercharged i think he had legitimate reasons to like not want to go with the bad batch and i i'm interested to see that more fleshed out sorry for ruining the rapid fire and comment no you're good i i, I yeah 
Um, what is this? Thirty-one now. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Oof, a doof. Uh, this is uh, it's getting tricky. Um, I like the uh, freaking Game of Thrones style houses with Mandalore. I think it's really interesting. Yeah, it's given rise to some really cool Mandalorian villains like Gar Saxon and uh, uh, Rook Cast and stuff like that. And, uh, of course, it's given us also some really cool heroes like uh, Sabine Wren and stuff and the Wrens. So I'm here for this, like, political drama stuff going on with different Mandalorian factions and houses and, like, noble families. Uh, It's good stuff. Yeah. 32. Uh, The real main character of Star Wars Resistance, Tamara Vora. Her arc and the idea that, like, the Empire was kind of okay to her grandparents economically, and so she wouldn't see these red flags. And then her eventually seeing the right side, that was excellent, and that show deserved another season to flesh her out. This is 33 now? Yes. Cat Bane. Oh, yeah. I'm amazed when I found out that there are people who hate Cat Bane. Like, what? Yeah, when he when he came to Star Wars Legion, there were people who were like, I hate Cad Bane, Cad Bane. I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Cad Bane's awesome. Uh, he's got a little stupid toothpick because they can't have him smoking a cigarette. And he's got a cowboy hat. And he's got some cool guns. Yeah. And he's got a little Seth Green robot. I love him. I think Cad <laughs> Bane's great. 34. Um, the Mortis Gods. It, it kind of falls in line with what we were saying about Force weirdness, but they're a good personification of the Force, and I think there's more to come with the daughter especially. I like her connection with Ahsoka. Uh, 35. I'm going to be pushing the Barris Offy rule. Big one with this. Hit it. Mr. Robert Fettuccini. Boba okay. Fett. Boba Fett is I think continually fleshed out in the TV shows more than he ever was in the movies. Um whether it be his, like, episodes in Clone Wars or uh, his live-action TV show, Boba Fett is way more interesting in Star Wars TV than he is in the movies. Yeah. I agree. 36, uh, Domino Squad. You know, we know Rex and we know Cody and we know these guys, but they're all officers. Domino Squad, we follow grunts from the bottom to the end. That was a good one. Ooh. Um, I guess I gotta say, like, the found family themes in Star Wars Rebels with, like, the yeah. ghost crew. Uh, Star Wars doesn't do a lot of found family, I feel like. Like, so much of it is focused on, like... Family. The Skywalker saga yeah. and, like, everyone is like ends up related to each other by the end of it. Uh... And, you know, the prequels isn't really a found family either. So, like, I feel like Rebels is really where Star Wars explores the the feels of, of found family. And I love it. I love the ghost crew. Yeah. 38. Uh, Kyber crystals. Uh, we, you know, they were always, like, some special thing in Legends. But... The fact that lightsaber crystals are so powerful, so valuable, the unfinished arc that is where the whole idea of kyber crystals powering the Death Star comes from. Yeah, kyber crystals. 39, I'm going to say bow rifles. 
They're okay. they're weird, and they're kind of dumb, but I like them. They're awesome. Yeah, they're 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 silly, but I I'm into them. Uh, forty is callous. I'm surprised you didn't say him. Just the whole idea of this hard boiled imperial for all the wrong reasons coming to question everything and fall in love with a purple panther. Hmm. I do. I do. I do love them. Yeah. Forty one. I'm going to say all of the weird battle droid types that we got in Clone Wars that weren't in the movies. You know, you got your commando droids. You got uh, there's there's all sorts of weird battle droids or or just fleshing yeah. out of droids that we briefly saw in the movies. But like, you know, like they're they're neat. I like all the battle droids. Yeah. Forty two. Um, the occupation of Lothal, seeing it go from like the empire is pretty inconvenient to like absolute hellscape and then seeing them rise up. 43. Yes. 43. Uh, weird night sister force magic. Yeah. It's cool stuff. It's real. It's more D and D than it is sci-fi, and it's 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 real out there and bonkers, and I'm I'm here for it. I, I love all the weird force stuff that we get with like World Between Worlds or Night Sister Magic or uh, freaking the sister, the brother, the father. You know, like Star Wars TV goes out there with some stuff. Yeah, forty four Jedi armor. Uh, you know, I cosplay Anakin's armor. That's just really cool. Jedi Knights in armor. It kind of subtly shows that they've lost their way and become warriors more than peacekeepers, but it also looks cool. Uh, 45? Baby Yoda. Grogu, the child. I love him. He's so cute. What a good guy. I like his, I like his dad too. I, you know, they're, they're both great. They are great. 46, uh, Yoda's journey to the wellspring of life and Tamora Band, figuring out the true essence of immortality and the Force. Oh, man. Those are some heavy episodes. I love Those it. Those are some thinkers. Is this 47? Yes. Oh, wow. We're almost done, Ryan. Oh, man. I, I really got to think of a good one. 47. Oh, boy. Man, I don't know. I don't know what to say. There's only There's only a few answers left. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, 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 <laughs> man. I ha- eesh, eesh, oof. This is tough. General Grievous. Okay. He's in Revenge of the Sith, and don't get me wrong, he's cool. He's good. But I love how much more we get of him. Like, the, the episode with his castle. I mean, yeah. I guess I could just say General Grievous' castle if I want to be... A little more specific, but like he's got this. Yeah, hor- but that whole he's got his this horrific backstory in the Clone Wars, and yeah, he's he's a really fun, like mustache twirly evil villain. Like, there's nothing redeemable about him. He's just a bad guy, and it's fun. He he almost feels like a like a Doctor Doom style supervillain. Like he's just evil because he loves being evil. Yeah. It's 49 or 48? 48, yeah. 
Um, this is a weird one, but I know you'll agree with me. Uh, the Y-Wings always looked really stripped down, and I liked that the Clone Wars was like, yeah, they were. Here's what they looked like. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the fully fared Y-Wing. Alright, 49. This is my last cool, fun, favorite thing from Star Wars TV. Oof. This is tough. I guess I gotta go with, like, Ming-Na Wen. Yeah! The fact that we got her in a Star Wars... And, like, not only in the live act, like, in a one-off episode, we were all like, why would you underutilize Ming-Na Wen? But she's coming in to freaking cartoons now, and she's freaking got her own, like, side series now. Like, she, she's just great. Give me more of her. Ming-Na Wen, she has been in three Star Wars series. Yeah. That's huge. That's dope. Yeah. 50... And I, I, I think everybody who knows me is surprised this hasn't come up yet. Um, the whip, whip stir lady from the Star Wars <laughs> Holiday Special, Harvey Corman's four-armed uh, Julia Child. Honestly, that might be one of the best things to come out of Star Wars. Period. Wow! So her and D Squad both yeah. made the list. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, and D Squad did so not ironically at all. Oofa doofa. Can I change it to Harvey Corman's all three of his roles, from the malfunctioning instruction manual to the forearm Julia Child to the guy who pours the drink into his head? Sure, yeah, no, yeah. Okay, have all great. Of them. Yeah, Harvey Corman. Okay. I'm surprised it is. I'm surprised Jefferson Starship didn't make the list, to be honest. You know, it was close. <laughs> Alright, well, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much for uh, listening to our fun little Star Wars podcast. There's a ton of great Star Wars podcasts out there. Um, and so we're, we're very appreciative that you've been around for 50 episodes with us. Uh, yeah. yeah. If you want, you can follow us on Twitter at Force Friends Pod. You can visit our Patreon at Where They May Radio. We're proud to be part of that network. And we're very thankful that we get to make podcasts with a bunch of our friends. And yeah, thanks for thanks for uh, hanging hanging with us for fifty episodes. Heck yeah! Star Wars TV is some of the like best Star Wars out there. So as um, we just proved, yeah. Uh, and like it's it is wild to think about. There are people who like love Star Wars and don't know who Ahsoka is, or like love Star Wars and they yeah. think that Maul is just that one villain from that one movie. And there's so much more uh, cool Star Wars stuff uh, like out there and happening, and it's fun to connect the dots like we do on this podcast between uh, different shows and movies and stuff. So yeah, that was that. That's 50, 50 episodes in the back. Done. Ryan, how do we end the podcast? If this is the end, let it be memorable. Bangerang. <laughs>